Clever Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome to episode 99 of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is a significant number because the four women that are on this show are all class of 1999. Woohoo! And Woo-hoo! super, super fregonas todas aquí. And today, <laughs> as our guest, we have Belen Bernal. She's a real homie since our UCSB days. Belen has a long career as a Latina politician serving her community of Southgate, California, as treasurer and most recently as mayor. A true level of Latina en toda la extensión de la palabra. Super padre. This conversation will likely go long since we love to catch up with our homies, our homegirls, and highlight the women we met during our formative college years. It definitely gives us all the feels, Belen. You know it. And we're so excited to have you here. Welcome. Wow, Vero. Pues me quieres ver chillar off the bat, right? <laughs> Belen, I was, I was honestly thinking, I'm like, we're having Belen. I think I'm going to have a chillona moment again in our podcast because girl don't we have some history it's super trippy our you know our sisters our older sisters went to high school together and they were bffs uh, until life took over right and they they had their parral days they had their parallon days their your parents so did we (laughs) oh we sure did we sure did but it's like we we met in junior high i think when our sisters were friends so it's it's pretty it's pretty cool to to see who we've become and I and we're having you as our guest and interview interviewing you in all you've accomplished from our cool cheerleader Cholita days, wanna be Cholita days to <laughs> the women we've become. <laughs> With uh, ter- the terracotta lip liner. Oh my gosh, it took me way back. Uh, what was that? Uh- <laughs> Hi, Vero. You are hilarious. You're hilarious. uh, Obviously, you know, we've we've had a beautiful journey uh, growing up in Southeast L.A. Uh, Our parents, you know, hardworking. um, uh, Their ethic has been number one. Family has always been number one. Faith, uh, at least for me. Uh, And I always think back of that, right? We progress throughout life, really trying to um, find out who we are and Little do we know that we know it. It's in it's in us, right? And mm-hmm. and it's part of that culture shock. Growing up, going to Santa Barbara, being in in different type of uh, meetings throughout my career, that you realize there is no right way uh, or wrong way. It's it's be you and contribute that piece of you, and you're going to represent those that you know relate to you. So um, that's who we've become, us, right? Yeah. And and really owning it and moving forward. So yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, the whole journey of becoming us. So before we jump in, give us a little bit of a background, your upbringing, donde naciste, que onda, sabemos que eres mexicanotas, las cachas. So get, share a little bit of that background for us. Let's see, I was born in East Los Angeles. Uh, my parents used to live in South Central LA up until I was four years old. Uh, so I was able to go to local Miramonte Elementary for my kindergarten. Then they had the opportunity, thankfully, after working hard and making it work somehow, to become homeowners. So they purchased their first home in Southgate in the mid-80s, right after uh, immigration and having residents. Uh-huh. That was a huge milestone, right? Take us back and forth to Mexico every December. Uh, visit the grandparents, take the maletas filled with, uh, you name it, socks. Toothpaste, um, and and really that instilled in my sisters and I 
the giving back, right, that we, we have in, in each of our fields, right? Uh, social service, for me, it, it was always giving back. Uh, obviously, uh, not in a professional setting yet, but uh, it led me to those to those careers. So, um, yes, Mexicanas a las cachas, como dices. Uh, my parents are in Jalisco, actually, at the moment. They're enjoying their delicious pitayas. Uh, Ay, rico. Right, right. So, allá andan, and, and they'll be back maybe in two months, maybe in three months. We'll see what they decide. Um, pero, sí, I, I'm the youngest of three. Uh, my two oldest sisters are amazing women. Uh, one who works for Kaiser out in Riverside. Uh, she's a nurse assistant. Adriana, who you ladies know, she went to UC Santa Barbara as well. She's been an educator ever since, you know, she graduated. And she's continued and, and making a difference and being a mentor really for all the young kids that she now um, gets to see graduate, right? She started so long ago that some of them have even graduated college. So um, I, I need to mention, right, that... Um, being the youngest, I feel truly privileged to have had them uh, open those roads, right, for me and and um, and our future generation. So, yeah, that's really really cool. Uh, one thing I also want to highlight is that your parents have always been very luchistas, bien trabajadores, y took very great pride in instilling that in you ladies uh, since an early age. Your parents owned a, a restaurant at one point, right, of their life. La Lomita Restaurant. La Lomita. <laughs> Yes, actually, that's when you visited, and I yeah. believe that's when we saw each other again, Vero. Uh, yeah, we were in middle school. You're right. No me tocó tanto la friega like my older sister, Lise Adriana, uh, which is true, right? Unfortunately uh, for her, you know, she was in high school, so really late evenings helping with the restaurant and whatnot. But uh, yeah, my mother was a seamstress for many, many years. Uh, she used to um, put together pillows, feather down pillows. Uh, so after years of, you know, working there, the company, of course, uh, uh, went overseas and uh, she was unemployed. So she thought, what do I love to do and what am I good at? Well, she's a great cook. Uh, they went into a venture, her and a comadre at the time. I didn't go as planned. Obviously, they weren't business uh, folks. They weren't entrepreneurs. Uh, so there were just some challenges. But uh, las ganas no quedaron, right? Por ganas no quedó. Uh, le luchó and... I mean, they refinance their home to do that. So all the different conversations now as, as we're older to really understand the finances of things, how decisions lead to uh, certain situations and and, um, and circumstances in people's lives, right? So um, so anyway, they um, they did. They had a restaurant, trabajaron mucho. After, uh, I want to say only about three years, uh, they let it go. Uh, and I think it was the best thing. Uh, it was stressful. I, I, you know, I was just experiencing different uh, sides of both my parents that I didn't see. Thankfully, you know, it was always healthy, uh, but it was time to let it loose and, and focus on a healthy lifestyle from that point forward. So, um, pero sí, uh, ahí este aprendí my first customer service uh, mm -hmm. experiences, right? Uh, señor, ¿cómo le va? ¿Qué gusta? ¿Qué le sirvo? ¿Gusta tortillas? O sea, the basics of continuing to be cordial with folks that uh, we interface with throughout our lives, right? And and showing that humanness and humbleness too, right? Like, mm -hmm. gosh, you know, I don't, I, I'm going to do something wrong or they're going to get upset at something. How do I approach it? How do I deal with that difficult situation? And it really begins with those experiences, right? So very blessed to have had that um, opportunity, even though it was a tough, tough time for my family, for my parents, especially so. 
Yeah, la lomita. La lomita, yeah. I drive by the Long Beach Boulevard y siempre la busco. ¿Dónde es? ¿Dónde estaba? <laughs> just good memories, you know. I remember the one, one, one of the times I was there, the lady llegó a vendernos uh, Victoria's Secret bras. And then the <laughs> Southgate baseball players on the team stopped by to say hello to the ladies, you know. But, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, this is all... <laughs> It just, it's good memories, but it's also like you mentioned, the, the experience of being luchistas. And not only that, learning at a young age that conflict is part of the story um, and having to know how to handle it and learn how to deal with it the right way. Because there's always going to be conflict wherever we go, right? And, and it's just how do we handle it? How do we make sure that we address things the right way? So before we get into, you know, the business part of it and, and, and the things that we've dealt with as, as professionals, um, let's go into our UCB, UCSB career, our, our um, adventure, you could say, as gauchos. What was your major in college and what other degrees, what other degrees did you pursue after your bachelor's? Sure, sure. So let's see. I remember uh, going in undeclared. I, I, Adriana, my sister, who was a senior at the time uh, when I was going to start our freshman year, uh, said, Belen, I think you really uh, enjoy sociology. I'm studying that now. And, you know, she had had a, had a hard time uh, with academic probation or, or whatnot. So for me, you know, even knowing that, even knowing how she navigated through that really helped me become a little bit more aware and prepared of, okay, great. So, If I don't do so well, there is an academic probation. So I better be ready to be more alert, right? To uh, do well in school or whatnot. Uh, so I went in undeclared. Uh, the first year I kind of played around with like global studies. Um, I think there were, uh, was a poli sci one, if I'm not mistaken. I took a, a few courses here and there, but I did. I ended up staying with so sociology and Chicano studies. And, you know, I, I had uh, the blessing to have two um, high school uh, teachers that had exposed me a little bit more to Chicano studies, Chicano politics. Uh, so I thought this is something I can relate to. I'm going to feel comfortable with, right, after experiencing the culture shock. Aunque estaba mi hermana ahí, the reality is that I felt like I needed to experience this on my own. I needed to grow on my own. And, you know, bless her heart, Adriana, if you listen to this one day, Uh, I love you, sis, because you offered so much, right? She offered so much to say, Belen, let me take you to El Centro. Let me take you to EOP. Let me show you around. And, you know, here's here's little confident Belen saying, hey, sis, I, I thank you. I love you. Pero sabes que I want to have my own experience. And, you know, even though I didn't yeah. need harm, I think at that moment for her, it was tough to hear that because she just wanted to take me everywhere and expose me to so much and, And I see the love, right? It's okay. Feel yeah, it. Yeah. And, 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 and we've had so many conversations about this, right? We've had so many conversations, her and I. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, it's all love. It comes across as love. Los regaños, uh, las miraditas, like, oh, con cuidado, right? Those kind of things. It's all love. It's all love. Uh, so I'm blessed to have uh, that opportunity to think that way and see it that way because that has opened so many doors. And it also has avoided a lot of conflict, right? And in, in with coworkers, with my husband, you know, with with family, it's just it's just a beautiful way to think. But but yeah, so sociology, Chicano studies, uh, beautiful time. UC Santa Barbara, I uh, got to study abroad uh, in Spain, in Madrid. I also did the UCDC program. Um, Pero I think I was living with you at the time, or maybe after, right? I, it was a I, I yes, lived with so many was, people that yeah. last year. <laughs> I had different quarters because. 
one quarter I was I was here, uh, another quarter I was in DC, and then um, you know I kind of kind of uh, learned a little bit more about what I wanted to do after that year. I did go on to get a master's in uh, business administration. That was seven years though after my undergraduate degree. Uh, I remember Adriana once again saying, Belen, that master's is an investment. It's different. There, there's no, you know, Cal grants. There's no financial aid for that. That's going to be paid out of your pocket. So you choose, right? Just like you're you're trying to get selected by them, you also choose where you want to go and, and how much you want to invest. So um, I decided to, to do that. And it wasn't something that I knew I wanted to do, ladies, obviously, like a first gen that we all are. Uh, we explore, we figure it out some way or another. So for me, it was um, uh, enrolling into uh, programs like uh, the UCLA Law Fellows Program, uh, the UCLA Reardon Fellows Program, so both geared to expose young students uh, undergrad or post-undergrad to law school, to business school. You know, what is it that you're interested in doing? Y solamente así, right? I believe Ana, I want to give her props from Berkeley, hermana, um, is the one who exposed me to the Law Fellows Program because she's an attorney. She says, Belen, check it out. You know, a ver qué pasa. And, and really those, I don't talk to her all the time. We see each other on Facebook, but nunca se me va a olvidar that it was her, right? She just said, hey, check it out. That's all she did. You know, no, no letter recommendation, none of that, no connection. And that's all she had to do. And I love and appreciate her for that, right? So Melinda, otra que me acuerdo, Gandara, oh, right? I said, Melinda, I, yeah. I want to do the UCDC program, uh, but it's due on Friday and it's Monday today. She said, do it. I'll have it ready. I'll have the letter ready. Do the application. So son cositas que nunca, nunca se nos van a olvidar, right? Esas sonrisas, esas uh, palabras de motivación uh, to say, I've got your back. And, you know, we're, we're not there on a day-to-day -day basis, but but to have that, right? So in our, in our sisters, in our friends, in our in our partners in life, um, we have to have those people that continue to surround us. So I just absolutely love our last guest was also UCSB class of 99, eventual 2004, whatever the year was. Mm -hmm. And the theme was also all love. Whenever UCSB comes up, <laughs> whenever, isn't that beautiful? If you girls caught that from that last episode, yeah. there was all this focus on love and then Belen got right into it. Like almost like it's automatic. Yeah. So there's something about I've been listening, ladies, Sandy. No, no, but it's, but it's also who we are. Like yeah. it rolled off the tongue. Like it's also who we are. Like that community, the networking. I really love that you said that there's those key people. Like it's kind of beautiful. We have to put ourselves out there. We don't have all the answers. People are there to help us, but love is such a beautiful thread throughout it all. Yeah. And I think it's good to highlight and point it out that, you know, we all somehow we figured it out, right? That panzazo, de como se pudo, we figured it out. There were a few key people that kind of told us like, no, you can do it. Oh, you didn't know this existed. And I think the beautiful part of it is that those people created that they, they motivated us. They inspired us. They made us feel empowered. Not like, oh, let's say you would have gone to Melinda and said, oh, it's due Friday. She's like, yeah, honey, sorry, too bad. No, she made us believe that the impossible was possible if you really wanted to make it happen. Right. You know, there, if not, vamos a encontrar excusas cualquier ratito. But and that's, I feel that uh, with us three, the reason that we Level a Latina came to be is because we we were lacking that in the world, you know, around us, in our professional experience, in our personal experiences, because there wasn't anyone really relatable to to give us that advice or to give us that push, you know, or sometimes give us a pull. Sometimes you need to push, sometimes you need to pull. 
And we were looking in nada, you know, so we were, we want people to know and the women that are listening to this podcast and the men that are out there too, that if you do need that help, aquí estamos, para eso estamos, like we're going to give it to you, Rancho style, este, Inglewood, Hawthorne, acá, you know, Hayward style, Southgate style, we're going to, we're going to bring you along because it's not easy and we're not here to make excuses. We're here to, to inspire you and propel you forward, you know? So, right. That's right. Yeah. So I think with all that you mentioned, like, it's so beautiful. We go to college. We're not sure what we're doing. Go to school, go to school, go to school. There's no specific guidance on what to do once we're there. So a lot of us gravitate towards, you know, the sociologies or these fine arts um, or liberal arts. Sorry. And a lot of us studied Chicano studies because we felt at home. You know, we, we felt at home. We were understanding who we were in this country as first generation students. So it's really important that that we take time to learn that experience, right? And and know the history of the people that have been here before us and what they've done to to move our gente forward. Um, so we find a home. We always find a home. So with that, I mean, you obviously said you figured it out. You got all this stuff done. You've got your MBA, and and slowly but surely you found your way back home, right? Now you're back. You graduated. You're seven years in. You got your MBA, and you're like, what am I gonna do? What am I going to do? So somehow you got this little spark, right, of interest in politica and the politics. And tell us a little bit about that. Sure, sure. So, uh, yeah, so I was back from UCSB seven years. And then that's when I decided to pursue a master's, right? Just to kind of talk about why that was, because an MBA was challenging. I am not a numbers person. I am a sociology undergrad, social uh, butterfly, my husband would say. Uh, but I really wanted to challenge myself because in the nonprofit sector, which is where I started my uh, my longer term career, I, I used to work for an assembly member uh, that right out of college. I entered with both Congresswoman Sanchez and assembly member uh, Marco Fireball, instrumental in AB 540 legislation, which is the dreamers, right, essentially now allowing them to pay in state tuition uh, because they lived in California. Come on, guys. Right. So it's, it's those kind of things that you um, that inspire you to really think about, well, what's going on in my own community, right? So that combined with my time in D.C., um, still in college, I, I was wondering, you know, who, what, what exactly does a Congress rep do, right? So that's when I met my Congress representative, Linda Sanchez, at the time. Uh, and I told her, I'm going to call your district office. And when I graduate from Santa Barbara, I'm going to intern there if it's allowed. Uh, she said, Please submit your resume. We'll take it from there. Uh, so that's how it happened, right? I, I ended up uh, walking in June, maybe with some of you ladies, uh, but I didn't fully finish until September. I was out in Querétaro finishing that last Chicano Studies class that I needed. Hey, what a great way to end in Querétaro. Right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, so yeah, soon after that, I, I, I followed up, right? Uh, maybe almost, you know, a few months later, uh, with that district director. And I said, Hey, remember me? I was out in DC. Uh, I want to intern in your office and let's, let's make this work. So, so yeah, I was interning, drove all the way from Lakewood, uh, from Southgate to Lakewood at the time. So I said, lejísimos, right. Uh, but, uh, I also ended up doing the same in Southgate, right? Like, okay, he's in my office. He's in my own city, right? The assembly member. So I thought, let me, um, let me see where this leads me. So that's where I really became more involved in, um, local social services. What's happening in and around Southeast LA, the Sela region is how we call it. I got familiar uh, with all the nonprofits, the local businesses, the rotaries, uh, 
local city council members, understanding who's who, who are the players, and how active are they being. So um, I uh, was offered a position uh, at the end of my internship there to continue on doing community programs from, you know, turkey giveaways to doing an AB 540, train the trainers, all the different UCs and Cal States came together to learn about this legislation and how they were going to help kids that looked like us and were us if our parents wouldn't have, um, you know, become residents or I would have been born in Mexico, for example. So uh, anyway, great stuff. Uh, so all of that combined uh, continued with my social service background. I, I then went on to the nonprofit sector and I've been in it ever since. So it's been a little bit over 15 years now um, that really had me think of, well, um, I always knew, I always knew that, you know, I was interested because I worked with the, with the folks that I mentioned, but it never was in me. I, I always felt like, you know, that's not for me. Politics is not for me. We have this perception of what a politician is. Uh, they're just there for the red carpet events. They're just there to look good in a suit. They're just there to uh, uh, make money for themselves or all these different ugly perceptions that the world has. Uh, but I, I like to define myself as a public servant instead of a politician because it really changes the uh, dynamic of, of where uh, the service is coming from. Uh, so I was at the Legal Aid Foundation of LA, LAFLA at the time, uh, helping manage their East LA office. And uh, the receptionist there was a Southgate resident. And she said, hey, Belen, uh, you know, it's, it's been great working with you. You know, our city treasurer's leaving. I said, oh, yeah, I met him when I worked for the assembly member. Um, where is he going to? He's moving out of town and, you know, I think you would be great. Why don't you look into it? So obviously I met the council members years, you know, back when I, when I worked with the assembly member and I reached out, I just said, you know, uh, I want to reintroduce myself. Obviously, you know, we didn't know each other well, but I'm going to be running for city treasurer. Uh, I understand there's a vacancy and I'm going to put my name in the hat, see how it goes. I was a catechist, ladies. I was a youth catechist at Santa Media's in Lingwood at the time, uh, in addition to obviously my full-time uh, role. Uh, I love it. Love it. I'm just like, yes. yeah, yeah, todo esto, right? So I, you know, I was working with youth, uh, doing that on the side. I had had a breakup a few years prior that really, you know, made me, it was hard. It was hard to get out of that. And I thought, what do I want, right? What do I want out of my life? I mean, I was so young in college, you, you think you're in love. And then hasta después te das cuenta, like, okay, you know, that was a part of me and that's it, right? You let it go and move forward. And and, um, and anyway, uh, side story, but that that boyfriend later called and said, you know, I want to thank you, Belen, because you inspired me to go get my master's. I have an MSW, I'm a parole officer, all these great things. And I said, you know, we're there to be for others. And only God knows what that story will look like at the end. And we need to, we need to um, know how to let go as well. So, um, and contribute and let go, I guess. I love anyway, that. yes, contribute and let go because no te deben nada tampoco, ¿verdad? Uh, so, um, so anyway, uh, I decided to put my name in the hat. It was kind of interesting. I, I knew I had it in me, you know, I, I knew I liked to go out there, talk to people. Uh, but again, I had this negative perception of what that looked like. Uh, and I said, well, let's change the narrative, at least for myself, uh, at least for those that know me well, they're going to know that esta política no es la típica política, right? Like there's there's different ways of service. Uh, so anyway, I jumped in. 
um, small campaign. You know, you you don't know how to do things. No one is holding you by your hand. Uh, but you figure out that at the end of the day, it's relatedness with others. You knock on that door, you in introduce yourself, you say who you are and what it is you want to do in the community, what you see lacking, or you may not even know, right? As a resident, we don't always know what's happening. We don't, we don't go to the council meetings, right? So, so we just talk about, you know, our background and, and that relatedness. And that got me elected. I was a top vote getter, uh, 2009, March, 2009. Uh, so I think I was a little... Uh, I can't recall. You guys, you ladies do the math, how old I was, but <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. I'm, 40, I'm almost 40 now. Uh, so yeah, I served as city treasurer for five years. Uh, honestly, the city of Southgate during my, during my elected official days saw me uh, become a wife. They saw me become a mother. They saw me become, you know, an MBA. They saw me continue to grow in my career. Uh, so I was really, I am proud of that. I am proud of, you know, doing all of that and working full time as well as, you know, working another full time job because elected office is not just showing up on Tuesdays, right? It was 24 seven. What's happening on social media is, you know, well, who emailed you? Who's calling you? What concerns are there? So um, it's always being alert of what's happening, but you choose, right? You choose how much you're going to get into something or not because, it could be a hundred percent consuming. I could have been divorced by now, ladies. I could have not had my two kids. I could, you know, I mean, we can, we can go back and forth, right. On, on this whole conversation, but, but I really chose to, to give it my all within my limitations and values first. Right. So like values, my ethics, uh, my work ethic as well, family, my faith. And um, I really think, you know, I mean, those were the main ones uh, and my health, my health, uh, who I think some of you may have met. Uh, she's someone who I met when I was five years old. And, you know, uh, we talk about who was within our networks at those early ages, uh, inspiring us to be better, to learn, to expose ourselves. You know, it was her. It was her. It was her older sister, Maribel, who also is my oldest sister's age, Mati. Um, you know, let me introduce you to these different seminars. Let me, let me, let's go hiking, right? The idea of, oh, there's something beyond Southgate Park, right? Like, how do we get there, right? There's no map that shows you initially if you don't have a Google, and that didn't exist back then. Um, anyway, me acordé de ella because I said health. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, you start seeing, I remember being an elected having, you know, um, like skin rashes for the first time. And I thought, ¿Qué está pasando? Like, this is not normal. Uh, and I thought, I, I'm probably just not taking care of myself, right? I'm a nervous wreck. Um, obviously, keeping it all together because, you know, gracias a Dios, I never did anything outside of the boundaries that I just mentioned, you know, with, within my ethics and everything that I wanted to do for my community. But obviously, there were a lot of things to balance, right, and juggle. Uh, so, Without that network that we all have, right? Our, our, our moms, our fathers, our, our husbands, our sisters, quien esté ahí para nosotros, for me, it was those people that I just mentioned. I wouldn't have been able to do it the way that I did. I would have done it probably, but not the way that I did. Um, so I think, you know, and, and still be happy and be together and be healthy. So all of these things combined are, are, are a true blessing. I was a city treasurer for five years. Uh, and then the opportunity, uh, Henry Gonzalez, who uh, grew up in Watts, his, his family, me, me acuerdo de ti, 
from Sinaloa originally, Mr. Henry Gonzalez Campas Descanse. Uh, he had served on the council for 24 years, a uh, long time UAW, uh, right? Uh, guy when Southgate used to have a UAW plant, uh, creating, uh, making cars, manufacturing cars. Uh, he said, Belen, you know, I've got, I've had an, I've had an opportunity to check you out these last five years. I, I see you're not a career politician. I see you genuinely care about the community. Uh, I would want to retire knowing that someone like you would be in my spot. Uh, and, you know, that's, um, that's like the, the political father, right, that I had. Uh, there were women, too, and there were amazing women. But I have to say that he, he was the one who actually extended that as I, I want to support you. I, I want to give you my full support. And his name meant a lot for the community, right? The moment Henry called, it was like, okay, how, how are we going to help, right? And, and there were others. I mean, I had I had colleagues from when I worked for Assemblymember Fireball who were also one who was also on the council. Um, but that's where the the conversation of of you know who are we supporting and why comes into play. The politics, right? Like who wants to shine? Who's doing it for what reasons? Uh, for me, I said, you know what, if I get elected, awesome, si no, no pasa nada, right? Because I, I still work, I have my family, and those are my number ones, right? You have to you have to keep focus on that. Um, so anyway, and it ended up being that um, because there were only three vacant seats and only three qualified candidates, there's this whole process, you have to collect signatures to, to qualify, uh, they'll do like a background to make sure you are who you are and, and record and whatnot. Um, the council at the time decided not to hold an election. It cost the city a little bit over $100,000 to hold an election, to print the ballots, to, you know, have someone to count everything, um, go through the whole process. So the council decided not to hold an election, but appoint the three qualified candidates that were going to run. So uh, folks could say I was lucky or they could say, you know, she had the support anyway. She, she had been elected twice before a city treasurer, so people had voted for her. There were all these different things. And me, of course, I remember telling my father, no, pues eso fue lo que pasó. You know, oh, no, eso no está bien, Belen. Dice, ¿cómo te van a poner ahí nada más? Right? And I said, yeah, I, I agree with you. Part of me feels that concern of like, well, well, will there be a backlash? Will someone in the community say, oh, gosh, they placed her there, right? Uh, but then again, I, of course me, I, I checked it with our city attorney. I said, Hey, what are your thoughts? I really want to get an idea of, of what has happened in the past. He said, Belen, you have been elected twice before the people want you like, there's no question. It's just, but yeah, you're right. Anyone can always bring up any concern and then they will maybe one or two, but thankfully it never, it never was an issue. No one ever brought it up. Um, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a concern. Um, and right there real quick, Belen, that just shows that you're like, I, I asked the city attorney, the integrity <laughs> that in you, yeah. mujer, like there was just like, no, 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 no. Let's just make, make freaking sure. But that's beautiful because many times our integrity goes into question when you go into positions of power and of leadership. And you were like, no, 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 I want to make sure that the people know that I'm here for them. I'm not here just to take a position. So I wanted to just highlight that. Y la gente ya sabía, o sea, ya te conocía. Entonces, como dices tú, it was never, you know, qué raro, it was never an issue. Pero por, por eso, because you had already been elected twice y ya sabían, okay, quién iba a ser su, su representante, you know? It's the, 
I don't know if it's a Mexican or just the humbleness in, in folks that, you know, nos gusta pedir permiso, right? Um, I remember the, the mindset of my dad, no llegues tarde al trabajo, uh, you can't miss a day of school porque they're going to question you, right? They're going to question your, your work ethic. And so that it, there's a little bit of fear in that too, right? Like, oh my God, miedo de que they're going to judge you in the wrong way. Um, and, you know, that's something that I've learned to get over. <laughs> Obviously, all of us, right? We, we have to kind of just um, be who we are and, and, know, and trust that we know who we are. We know our ethics. Those that love and that have worked with us professionally know our ethics. Will there be those that will always question? Claro que sí, they're going to be everywhere. But you just have to move forward. Ni modo, right? No hay que hacerle caso al ruido so much. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I ended up... Um, I ended up serving. Uh, it wasn't easy again, right? Uh, I mean, I think those agenda packets are packets, <laughs> right, on the council. Uh, you know, your legal counsel is usually who prepares it. And we have Araceli, otra hermana, uh, besides Ceci, right? Um, and I know Araceli, and hopefully you ladies interview her if you haven't already, but just to give her perspective on working in, in local politics, right, as on that end, right, because it's managing a lot of different personalities. You have five different council members, each with different interests, each with different uh, networks, right? Who's going to get that next contract to do the trash hauling? Who's going to do the, you know, park sweeping or who's going to, all these different dynamics and conversations happening. And when you see a city that is, is working well together, you, you, you understand that, yes, there's those relationships, but at the end of the day, they come together to vote for what's best for that community. If it gets ugly in conversation and there's huge debate over little things, that's when you realize, ah, algo está pasando aquí. Like they probably just want to hook up someone else or, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it has to be transparent. So, so anyway, I enjoyed it because uh, there were a lot of, you know, social and community events that we were always involved in working with the community. But the politics aspect is something that I, I, I didn't want to get too involved in. Um, but it's part of everything. It's part of everything. Um, at the end of the day, I still fulfilled my duty. Uh, I did serve as mayor uh, in 2018. I started my first term. Uh, and then um, soon after that, I... Um, so what happens in, in some cities, some cities you, you elect the mayor, like the city of Long Beach, for example, or the city of LA. They're larger cities. The mayor is elected or competent, también, depending on how the structure is. Um, and in other cities, you're voted on as a council member, and then the mayorship is rotated amongst the council. But you still have to be selected amongst your colleagues. They have to vote for you, right? So I think um, I think it's important to highlight that because I wasn't elected as mayor. I was elected, you know, as a council member, and then uh, from there, it, it, the rotation was provided by the council. So. Um, they, they did vote me on as mayor. It was essentially my turn in rotation. And uh, I happily served, you know, it was, uh, it was a fun time. You are the spokesperson for the city that full year. Uh, so you're, you're the speaker at every single event. Uh, so imagine every weekend había algo. Uh, if I could, I would take my, my, my daughter because Emmanuel wasn't born at that time. Um, and I, um, I'm blanking out, but there was just so many events, so many evening meetings, uh, right? Wherever I could. Uh, I think now there's a lot of more conversation about, you know, the political mom, 
right? Uh, I think there was another local city where I, I believe she took a crib to her office and she was highly criticized by one of her male colleagues. So you start thinking about, gosh, pues es cierto, like, tal vez yo dejé de hacer ciertas cosas because I didn't want that to even be questioned, right? The whole pedir permiso, the whole fear of being judged a certain way. Uh, thankfully, I didn't ever have to do that because I did have my, my mother close by and, and my husband when, when he would get home from work. But you just start really analyzing things in a different way, right? Even myself, evolution as, a, as an elected official, right? You think, okay, it's my job. I have to go and, and read these items beforehand, be prepared to discuss, vote, and really justify why I'm going to vote a certain way. For me, it was always very important to justify and give comments there's a lot of folks that don't. They just say, I'm going to vote this way. So it kind of leaves doubt, right? Like you you want the community to know you're transparent. You're going to say, you're going to say it like it is. And they're going to trust, right? That because you know why and you're willing to share that and, and be vulnerable sometimes why you're not going to do something. También. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going into the weeds with that. But uh, uh, there was um, the term right after me, um, uh, there was a colleague of mine who was uh, selected to serve once again, and he um, he ended up moving out of the city midterm. So he didn't complete his term. And at that time, the opportunity came up to obviously select a new mayor. Uh, so I was not expecting it, but once again, it happened uh, to, to serve as mayor. And I thought, oh, my gosh, do I want to do that again? <laughs> But you like, know, no, gracias. no, gracias. I'm honored, but no, <laughs> no, 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 it's a true honor. But, but I felt like, you know, um, it'll be a great opportunity, a second run, uh, to bring in more programs as mayor. Right. So like I did reading with question, the mayor, is, is each term what two years, four years, like what? Oh, one, one year. That's yeah, right. just year. Alternate. Okay. Yeah. It's just one year. So, so during that time I said, well, let me do a reading with the mayor right at the local library, um, let's open up the city hall and make it yeah, a community event, right? Because we think of government structures and, and buildings as so formal and, and scary, right? To a lot of folks that say, how do I navigate through all the windows and all the doors that I have to knock on to fix my sprinklers, you know? <laughs> but las cositas chiquitas, but it makes such a difference. Um, so I, I did say, you know, let's implement a welcome to city hall. This is your city hall. You know, let's take a tour, uh, get to know the, the different folks and faces that, that serve in, in those offices. Ultimately, it's your, uh, you know, tax dollars that are paying for their salaries and, and not in a condescending way, but more so like, you know, there's a partnership here, right? Uh, you're just as important as them and the services that we're providing to you. So, uh, so yeah, lady, just during that time, I, I, I got to learn so much about how municipalities work, how uh, local governments partner, obviously with state agencies, federal agencies, how the money's trickled down from certain, you know, from different um, different uh, resources. And, and you know, I, I can't say I'm an expert, uh, we'll never become, but we at least know who to ask uh, the questions of, right? We'll, we'll, we at least know how to ask the right questions, right? What are the budgets? What are the processes? You know, who, what are, what are your internal compliance measures? Um, but, but again, the budgets are key for me, uh, at the end of the day, and, and you all know in your respective lives and in your own agencies, whenever you've worked that you have so many people doing great things, wanting to give back. But at the end of the day, if those finances are not in order, it's not going to be efficient. You're not going to do as much with it as you could. 
uh, which is what inspired me to get my MBA. I, and I said, oh, my gosh, do I really want to do that? And, you know, it was I didn't suffer through it, but I really wanted to be a better contributor to the next organization I was going to be in. So I said, OK, I'm going to go. I'm going to go through the process and um, and, and get my MBA. And, and I did. And and that did help me. That helped me, you know, be in, in operations roles that did help me contribute more on the finance aspect of projects and uh, strategic plans that we are working with on the nonprofit sector. Uh, which, you know, which leads me to where, you know, I am today. For everybody listening, I mean, it's really impressive. You've been in the nonprofit sector. If you were following along, you went from treasurer to city council member to mayor. That is incredibly impressive. I think it's incredibly impressive. You've always been a leader in your community. You have found a way to lead and through your story, it's very apparent that you had a lot of integrity and you took the responsibility very seriously and you modeled that for your daughter, which is really, really heartwarming. But also you gave us the tip of the day for this episode. I wrote it down as contribute and let go. I like to say in my work, like you're not the cause and you're not the cure. Like you just give, right? And sometimes you make it right. Sometimes you make it wrong, but you can't be on the highs and highs when you're doing it right. Because then also there's going to be times when you're doing it wrong. So there's going to be all these lows and you feel terrible about yourself if you get you know, hung on to any side. So I like the way you put it, contribute, contribute, and then let it go, contribute, and then let it go. I love how you, and I've heard you say this before, if you get elected grade, and if you don't, nada pasa. I've heard you say that before. And I love that. <laughs> yes. I think it's a good way to be like, let it go. Nothing happens. Just keep it going. Give your best contribute, have integrity and be responsible. So thank you oh, for gosh. that. But I want to know about your parents. Tell me about your parents. You were the mayor of their city. My mom <laughs> would probably drive around with like a banner hanging out from the side of her car with like my face on it because she would have just like lost it. <laughs> so I want to know. My mom understands mayor of the city. She doesn't know what I've been for the last 10 years in my career, but she would understand mayor of Inglewood. So what was Crazy. it like to be the mayor of your city and how did your parents feel? Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, I mean, as, as you were mentioning your last comment of, you know, um, no pasa nada, right? Like feeling, I, I was listening to you and, and yeah, there is a sense of security that no matter what, everything is going to be okay. And uh, perfect segue to my parents because uh, the, the conversation was always like, yo no sé cómo, my mom would say, but no matter what we were going through, there was always food on the table. Right. And, and obviously it was work. Right. They, they worked for it. Uh, my father uh, worked uh, four days a week driving, you know, to Whittier, California, to assemble bed frames. Right. Um, for 20 some years. Uh, my mother, a seamstress, I mentioned her earlier and then, you know, entrepreneur. Right. For that short period to really learn what that looked like. So they worked hard. They worked hard to, to make it work for my sisters and I. Uh, they were proud my mom had concerns. Is eso? Like, como, como, you know, mija, you sure? Like, is that something that you want to get involved in? I said, you know, mom, we're only going to know if we try. Let's, let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, again, you know, I have my career. No, I'm not going anywhere. Right. Aquí estamos. And I wasn't married at the time. So, you know, I had more freedom and not freedom, but more time to, to be free and do. No me tienen atada, ladies. No, no, right. But, Free as a bird, let go and let God. Free as a bird. <laughs> yeah, free as a bird. And uh, so my father was the one who, who's more of the okay. I'm gonna put my your banners all over right and drive around town, up and down Tweety Boulevard, and up and down Long Beach and Atlantic. Right? Tweety, <laughs> yeah. Your dad was your unofficial campaign manager. 
He was, he was. I think, I think, you know, he liked it. He liked talking to people. Very similar. I, uh, he has a cousin, actually, who was an assembly member. You know, somehow, some way, there was always that serving in that way, right? And, and unfortunately, you mentioned earlier, uh, oh, your mom probably wouldn't know what you do, but if you so much credit to titles that are, the press gives so much attention to, right? Like, uh, and, and that was a whole other conversation with my own sisters, right? Like, oh, you know, I think my father like acknowledges, right? Because you have this elected hat, you're in a suit, right? Like the importance of, of what type of career is better. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if, if, if he knew, and I had to have this conversation with him because I really wanted him to, to value everyone in the same way, right? What they each contributed. And, and, and it is unfortunate that I, I think our communities think, oh, esa persona es importante, right? Because they're in a suit and they have a mayor and title, we can no sé qué. But the, at the end of the day, it's what are they doing with that title, right? Whether they're that teacher's aide, whether they're that stay-at-home mom, what are they doing with it, right? What are they doing with their time? Being genuine is number one. Authentic authenticity is number one in our conversations. It's not always easy. Um, so I just wanted to say that uh, they were always proud of me. Uh, without a doubt, always supporting me. Uh, at the end of the day, fíjate lo que estás haciendo. No, they were always uh, very proud, uh, but in the process, it wasn't about showing up to all of the events. Like my parents weren't those type that wanted to be in the front row cheering me on. They weren't. They they would be like, call me cuando, cuando se acabe, let me know how it went, right? It was more of that. And and that's, that's humbleness, I think, to me, was, uh, was a way for anything and, and I don't think it would have happened anyway like to allow things like that to get to my head uh, but I appreciated that it wasn't a big deal to them like no mi hija's chingona they knew it all of us all three of us they know but at the end of the day it was um, are you doing it right are you doing what's right are you doing what's best for the community so I always felt like you know, if my dad would see someone like in public works doing something, oh, it was three guys and they were just watching the other guy do the job. And then what's going on? <laughs> so he would come with his complaints and oh my like, dad, for liability reasons, tiene que this and let me explain it to you. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was always like, why are you there? And are you doing it for the right reason? So that to he me, probably, he went from like unofficial campaign manager to like the, the complaint collector. He was like, I'm going to ask my daughter about that. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I think, I think um, that type of mindset helps to keep it real. Um, I, and I also think it, it hurts us sometimes, right? Like we, we do need to acknowledge everything that we are doing. We do need to give ourselves credit. Uh, so there was a period in, in my time that I, I remember I had all my different certificates of different things and started writing a list on a Word document. Like, what have I done? You know, oh, I was an organizer with the farm workers. What? Like, I didn't follow that. You know, I didn't follow that path. Okay, no. Well, maybe this was the way that I was intended to, right? I mentioned my faith earlier. Like, we each have a purpose. I strongly believe that. Uh, it may not look like what we think. I mean, there was a period that I wanted to go on tour with the Mother Teresa, you know, uh, group, the Las, Las, Las uh, Sisters, right? Because you were too, Belen. You so were. <laughs> 
Vettel's not <laughs> got me. Vettel's like, that's the one, that's the one tour I'm not setting Get me for. away from the convent, <laughs> girl. Like, Where are the bad bunny tickets that nobody can afford? I'm selling oh all gosh. our kids. I'm selling oh all our gosh. shit and our kids, too, for those She's bad like, bunny is, tickets. Is Mother Teresa like a new hip, like, band? Reggaeton? Like, entonces, sí, me apunto. Sí, me apunto. <laughs> vámonos, vámonos a Calcuta. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not not to become a nun, but obviously to serve in that way, right? Selflessly, serve so selflessly. Uh, so I really think that that mindset is is one that allows me to say, you know, contribute and let go. Contribute oh, and let it. go. Because I love it, I love it, I love it. No te vas, o sea, you, you can. And even in my current job, my new position, let's have fun, right? I'm coming in with the let's have fun mindset because... I'm not going to know all the answers. I'm definitely not an environmentalist by experience. I'm going to learn so much. But at the end of the day, and I keep on saying at the end of the day, um, it's contribution, right? How am I going to contribute in this new setting? I wanted to highlight to the women or, you know, the people out there that are interested in politics. It's not an easy way to get in. Um, you know, you, you talked about how it's such an important role, the way it's seen and portrayed to, to the outside in your, in your community that sometimes nos da miedo. It, it really holds us back from being able to make an impact and contribute. So anyone that's interested, leave that aside. Yes, it's going to take maybe some digging in and asking questions and trying to find your way into the city hall because it's in a welcome city, welcoming city hall. But know that the, where there's a will, there's a way. And the more questions you ask, it, it's going to be easier. So I hope that people understand that, that it wasn't an easy process. Maybe you know your, the city where you were, was a little bit more open to that. But there are many cities out there that kind of make it impossible for you to get there, but it doesn't mean you can't. So don't let it be the city and don't let it be the people, the community or anyone around you that makes it seem like it's such a big role that you won't be able to handle it. So if you're interested in politics, tomalo lento, take it easy and chip away at it slowly and find your way in. Yes, We have a question about that, which will hopefully inspire people like Vero is saying. If you're interested, it's going to be tougher for first-gen women like Belen if you see yourself in her journey. So give them a great tip. You know, what do you advise women that are interested in politics? And also along with that tip, we're going to do a little sandwich method here. It's like a tip and maybe a favorite part of your journey. And then another tip, tell us also your favorite part of the journey, because that will help people stay inspired. Women that look like me are also enjoying it. You just said in my new venture, let's also make it fun. We don't want to take ourselves so seriously. So if you have a listener right now thinking, I want politics, but I'm afraid of that part of it that can make me feel like an outsider, like I don't belong, like what would be something that would be something they can look forward to, favorite part of your journey? And then what is something that first-gen women can do? Like, what are the hot tips for them to actually get their foot in the door? Came in as city treasurer, and the treasurer role is not one where you're at all of the city events, right? So I remember uh, telling, uh, hearing that some some folks and community groups were saying, hey, you know, yeah, she would be great for council, but she needs to be out more. She needs to be out here more, out, out at the community event. She needs to show her face more. She needs to show up more. And, and I thought, okay, you know, um, I, I do go obviously with my kids or, or, or with my daughter at the time, uh, but I, I wasn't sure what the expectation was, right? Like of, of the community. Uh, I honestly thought, you know, I, I grew up here, 30 year resident. I, I left and came back. I, I, I invested in my own education. I come from a family that, you know, reflects, you know, the majority of our community. I thought that was enough. Right. I really did. I felt like they saw I'm prepared. 
they're going to know that I, I, you know, I went to UC Santa Barbara. I'm going to tell them that I've worked in the nonprofit sector. Uh, however, when it comes to politics, they want to see your face, right? Did you come? Did you shake my hand? Did you, did you introduce yourself? Um, and did you honor the men and women or women and, and, and different folks, nonprofits that have been at those candy giveaways for Halloween that have been at the Easter hunts that have been at the, you know, food drives, right? Like who are you in the city besides the fact that you grew up here, the fact that, you know, you went to college and came back and you're prepared, they're going to judge you in a different way, right? Like, are you here to uh, really serve and, and roll up your sleeves and, and, and come to that event on Saturday at 6am in the morning? Right. And, and the, of course, those are things that I was always willing to do, but I didn't really think it mattered as much as it did. Uh, so to all the women and, and folks listening, you know, yeah, there, there are established networks already. Uh, there's even a conversation or used to be even more adamant before at the state level, you know, wait for your turn. It's not your turn to run yet. I, I was never told that, but that happens, right? Because uh, you have to think about, um, you know, in the 60s and the 70s, not too many Latinos, right? In, in politics and, and higher office throughout the state and at the state level, federal. So yeah, there was a group of masterminds who would determine who's next, right? And, and in a way, I would see the strategy behind that. I could see the strategy, but at the same time, um, ah, you know, if, if the room and the door isn't there for you to enter, you knocked, they didn't open, you run, you run, girlfriend, you do it. Because, como, como, como lo vas a hacer? Hasta que te abran la puerta o cuanto? So, you know, I, I think, you know, there, there's different, um, and then when you get there, you know, I, oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you ladies, when I got there, there was a, oh, you're going to be so-and-so's, um, you know, uh, voice now that he's not on the council. And, you know, a woman who was who was a supervisor told me that. And I said, no, you know, I really it really shocks me and it hurts me that you being the first Latina woman supervisor that I ever had would text me saying that I'm going to be controlled by someone who's no longer on the council. I said, I am someone who can read, who can analyze, who can make my own decisions. Mujer. I'm not even going to take offense to that because you're just talking politics. Ahorita. Yo sé que eres una buena mujer. I'm going to let it go. And, and I continued, right, my relationship with her. But it's what politics does, right? So to all the women out there, no las quiero asustar, do it. Do it for that reason, for the reason I just mentioned. Do it because, you know, no one else is going to, you know, represent you and the way that you view things. And you're going to resonate so much with all of the residents that don't resonate with that other council member or the other one, right? So, you know, uh, get involved, obviously, in your local community. Obviously, yes, you grew up there, but if now as an adult, right, like what organizations are you contributing to locally? Um, not And do it generally. Si te nace, do it. Si no te nace, don't. And you still want to run on the side, do it too. But but I, but I just want to share that that was something that um, I, I did hear a few folks mention, right, during my process. Um, but the fun, the fun parts, ladies, uh, Obviously, the community events, right? Seeing the the children that, uh, you know, maybe they didn't have that Halloween costume that they wanted, but they were out at our big park collecting, you know, the best candy in town. Uh, they were playing the games. 
Um, I would say, you know, when we would have our Azalea Festival in Southgate um, once a year around this time, March, uh, the different activities, the art contests, the bailables that the kids would get involved in. Uh, oh, the Christmas Lane Parade, ladies, every December, right? Waving down that, that the Tweety Mile and, and seeing everyone come out with their chairs and their coolers to just have a good time and see what's, you know, what's happening in Southgate and the local community. Um, you know, I have to say that that those those uh, that parade was probably one of the best things, right? You get to see people along the way from elementary school that you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in years. Hola, saludos, find me on Facebook, right? Like, estás gritando del carro, and you're like, oh my goodness, aquí ando de gritona. But hey, who cares? Voy a ser la mayor más gritona, right? Like, I, I, I hate it that you have to be so perfect. It's like, no, no, no. There was one time I even had a microphone. I'm like... Bendiciones a todos, Merry Christmas, right? And that's what relates. That's what relates. People are like, yeah, she is. She is like us. I get it. Like, this is why, you know, she is what she is. And and, and I love her for what she is. And, and I think we get so stuck sometimes in, in being... <laughs> I love that though. I love that. And it is relatable because she, I know what you, what you mean when you're like, this person's next in line and they're the ones that's going to run and they're they never look like you like Biden's our president. Cause he was technically next in line. Like we actually could have done much better with all the other ones, but it is what it is. That's just my opinion. Don't come after me, but <laughs> you see it like you see that this, and I'm happy that we have a Democrat in office, but you do see some, sometimes see that there's a systemic thing that's keeping you outside and Belen's like, I'm in and I'm going to be me. And if you know, nada pasa because you being you actually go so much further than as someone that's unrelatable to the kids in the community at this parade. Like my daughter is actually going to love seeing you up there being charismatic, being on the mic, being yourself, being bilingual. I mean, that's what I want for her. I don't want this older man that she can't relate to that. He just happened to be next in line. So thank you for being you. And you know, uh, you're not always going to win. I'll just share it. Right. Uh, I think it depends how political you want to get. Right. But for me, uh, after 11 years of service, I did run again. I ran uh, a year ago, uh, a little bit over a year ago. Uh, and, you know, I I told my, obviously my my husband, my family, my parents, uh, I said, como ven, como ven. And, and, you know, my husband's like, go for it. Well, you know, four more years, adelante. Uh, my mom was a little like, you know, my, mija, I'm just going to pray for what is best for you and your family. It's not, a, I'm not going to pray that you win or that you lose. I'm just going to pray for whatever's best for you and your family. And that stuck, right? And I said, yeah, you know what? I guess, mom, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, 11 years of service. I think I've done a great, you know, run uh, with my community, my kids. Uh, at that time, you know, were seven and, and um, three. So mas chiquitos, right? That I thought, you know, I... Uh, I don't want to say I've sacrificed, but, you know, I juggled a lot of things already that let me kind of enjoy them a little more and um, and see where the road takes me. But, you know, I was out there. I was out there hustling, knocking on doors. Uh, I invested. I was able to raise the full twenty thousand dollars that the city of Southgate allows you. That's a whole other conversation. And to any woman out there that wants to run, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to help with any type of spreadsheets that I have already, you know, uh, how to raise money. Even the moment I realized, you know, the money is not going to be for me. It's about me showing who I am to the community. It was easy to raise the money. 
Um, obviously, folks, you know, if, if the money's there, the support is there, you realize, okay, you know, they, they want to establish those relationships. They want to help you out. Uh, but yeah, thank God city of Southgate has 20,000 as a limit. There are cities that don't. You can go all the way up to 200,000 at a local city race. O sea, se me hace ridículo, pero ni modo, right? Like if that's what it's going to take to have your voice, your ethics, your professionalism, that doesn't exist anymore, ladies, so much. The professionalism is lacking in our local community sometimes. It's just the basics. Let's be professional. Let's be cordial with, with one another. And let's represent our citizens that work their ass off. Todo el día, and I'm going to cry, but shoot, please, right? Like, let's represent them the way they deserve, the way they think we're doing it. Because sometimes they're not, you know, you're at a conference, but you're drinking all day. Right? I mean, no quiero hablar mal. Let's not get into, let's, let's not get into politics. Ooh, Grime will be here like, Pero's ready, girl. Tell me more. And all the love, all the love, all love to, all love to all the elected who are out there. You know, I, I'm not judging anyone whatsoever. We're all different in the way that we serve, that we, that we do our work, but, but ultimately respect and responsibility uh, and how we how we um, represent our communities that is very important to me. No matter what, no matter what you're wearing, who you're wearing, cómo te portas va a ser va a ser muy importante para mí. Um, Thank you, Belen. That that's I mean, our listeners van a saber de inmediato que eres una chingona en tu carrera como mamá y has sabido has sabido balancear todo. Like you know, you're you're telling us you know como mamá de de dos niños uh, while being mayor. But I want to switch gears a bit and have fun, have some fun, como dices tú. So, ¿qué te acuerda? ¿Qué te acuerda esto? Summer of 99. Black slacks. La Vero ahí también estaba bailándole. Oh, my God. I didn't have slacks. I wasn't cool. You weren't cool? You were, man. Oh, man. Es, esa es mi primer memoria de ti, Belen. Bailar en ese step talent show the summer right before we started our freshman year at UCSB. And it was a transition program for, like, first-generation college students uh, that all, all, all of us were. And then we decided to dance this song. Ni me acuerdo cómo salió esa, esa canción. Ni me acuerdo de los pasos. I think one of us, one, it wasn't me, uh, did, like, a splits at the end. Y el baile, uh, pero esa es mi primer este, memoria. And so as you were talking about like, hey, you know, let's, let's have some fun. Me recordó eso, me recordó eso. And, um, and how you were saying that in this new role, like you're, it's all about like, all right, es nuevo, but let's have some fun. So tell us about that. Tell us about your new role as executive director y cómo te está yendo. Pues muy bien, ladies, muy, muy bien. Going back to the real quick, the fun part. I think, you know, growing up, we're, we're these beautiful beings, right, of, of expression, of learning, you know, our culture, music. Uh, and then when you become serious, right, okay, I'm here to study. Uh, I'm an elected now. All these different serious roles. And, and I, I do think that, you know, I, I had the privilege and honor to have those roles really early on. I mean, I'm not 40 yet. Uh, so uh, I think, you know, having fun is something that I, I want to contribute to my everyday, right? Sometimes I took my t myself too serious, uh, nothing wrong with that. Obviously, that's how we get to accomplish certain things. But I also realize, no le vas a caer bien a todos either way. 
you're not going to be monedita de oro, right? Like, so be you, be true and, and, um, and have fun. Uh, so, so, you know, walking into this new role, uh, Nature for All is a nonprofit organization. It's been around for about 12 years. It started out of a campaign that's called San Gabriel Mountains Forever. So Congresswoman Chu um, in the El Monte area, that whole um, 60 or actually 10 to 10 corridor area, really wanted to propose to have the San Gabriel Mountains become a uh, monument, a federal monument, so that it could be protected for recreation uh, and um, access, right? Have it not be privatized by some bungee jumping company or whatnot in the future. Uh, so that's really where the organization originated from. Um, I was aware of it when I was a council member. I remember signing off to that petition to support the bill uh, at the at the Congress level. But that was it, right? Besides that, on a, on a professional note, you'll see my resume. I, I didn't work for an environmentalist organization. I didn't work for a Parks and Rec department. I was always in the nonprofit sector, looking at policy, looking at operations. Uh, and obviously as an executive director and, and, and you know, you know, Irene and others that have served in, in operations roles, uh, it's, it's about everything. It's about combining, you know, the programmatic aspect of the organization and what good are you doing, but it's also the finances, right? How, how much money do we have to do it? And then it's also the compliance. Are we doing it right? Right? Are they are those grantors going to come back after us if we don't meet those um, objectives that our work plan says that we're going to do? Uh, so I, I I really felt, um, and I have to give credit to mujeres. Right? Uh, it was two two women who said, "Belen, apply." Uh, and and I said, "Really?" I said, "I don't know." There was another nonprofit I had applied to, Environmental Justice Org. Uh, that had had a little bit of concern. I was top two, but they had a little bit of concern because I was an elected official. They felt maybe because you weren't elected, you're not going to be will as willing to advocate as strongly as we would want you to, right? Because you're more used to being diplomatic, right? It's true. I mean, as elected, we have to be careful to understand the playing field first and then kind of dive in. Depends, depends on, on, on the elected, but that was their concern. And I totally respected it. And I said, well, you know, um, I'm someone who believes in win-win outcomes. Uh, I, I, I don't think we're going to get rid of the Amazons of the world at, at that time, but how are we going to hold them accountable, right? To contribute back to the community, to have their social responsibility be a part of the work plan. Um, so anyway, that opportunity, you know, came and went, I wasn't selected. Uh, however, the woman who was selected later said, Hey, Belen, my sister told me about this other position are you interested in looking into it or, you know, we'll send you the, 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 the um, job description. I said, Oh yeah, send it my way. I'll distribute it in my network. So that was December. And I'll just share, you know, during the pandemic, we've all been home with our kiddos, uh, our family members taking care of ourselves. And I always wanted to learn how to do income taxes, believe it or not. So I'm an income tax preparer. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, through, the, through the pandemic. <laughs> always uh, learning. So, that's always more for my own personal finances and making sure that we know, right, how to take advantage and, and, and do things as best as possible for our future. Ya sabemos a quién hablarle. Una llamadita, un Hey, just for first year, so I'm no expert, but, you know, we do learn a little bit. Um, so so I said, you know, I'm just going to focus on, on my income tax prep courses, uh, enjoy the kids a little bit longer because I hadn't worked for... 
a year and a half, September 2019, I left my full-time job. And I read, I think I had just seen you at a conference and I told you, right, I'm, I'm going to leave it. My mom yeah. was going yeah. to cancer. Uh, thankfully, she survived and she's cancer free now for a full year. Right. So todo eso, like it makes, it puts things into perspective again. And, and you're just like, yeah, I, I'm going to leave. And, and you know, that's interesting. I, I wasn't, um, sometimes you think, you know, is it, is it worth leaving for other reasons? Uh, nothing, uh, nothing meant, but that, that was worth it for me. I, she, you know, she's my mother. She's my main childcare provider. Um, si algo pasa y no sobrevive, I have the pride of saying I took care of her too. Oh, right? yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, that was really in my heart at the time. And thank God, right? Thank God I was able to have the luxury. We talk about luxury. We have to do that financially, right? Like uh, keep your expenses low. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> as best, uh, mortgage <laughs> is always going to be high. What you want to do, be able to do what you want to do. That's a beautiful lesson to be able to walk away and to walk away comfortably and to be there for your mom, which was most important. Yes. Wise decisions on your end. Yes. And I, and I feel blessed to be able to do that. So, so I took that opportunity, even though I felt like, oh gosh, you know, I'm a director of operations now. Like I'm not going to be able to come back into this role or they're going to question why I left. Right. And, and there's going to see this gap in my resume, blah, blah, blah. Um, so anyway, the, the, the woman who uh, sent me that job description in December uh, later followed up with me in, fe in February. And she said, Hey, Valenta, what happened? Did anyone ever reply? Were they interested? And I said, you know, I sent it out, but no, I didn't hear back from anyone. And then she said, why don't you apply, Belen? And I said, ¿Sabes qué? Um, I've been focusing on doing taxes. I, I'm in tax season right now. I'm kind of, uh, let's see what happens with COVID. You know, my kids, all this concern. And I said, but, you know, let me send you my resume. See what you say. See what you think. And she said, Belen, I didn't know you had your MBA. You know, oh my gosh, you have a lot. I, you know, and I said, you just thought I was a politica. <laughs> <laughs> going back to that conversation, right? Going back See? to that perception. You never know. See? And she said, no, I just didn't know that, that you know, you had been in the nonprofit. So so anyway, um, the connection was made. I obviously went through the process just like any other candidate. Uh, but um, I think, you know, when things happen naturally uh, with very little effort, you know, I, I just, it was like God was speaking to me, ladies. I really did feel like, okay, you want me to go back. Yes. You know, you want me to go back and contribute. I get it. Like, I get it. And, and I told my husband, and you know, the fact that I was able to not work for this year and a half makes me go walk into this more at ease because I don't have the pressure of like, okay, I have to work and, you know, sustain a family financially at the same time. So that allows me to free up my mind and say, I'm just going to go and have fun. Let me learn. Let me contribute. Let me look like the people that I want to give access to. The organization has worked so many years to give access to to the forest. How many of you went camping growing up? Casi nunca, right? So it's an access thing. You know, you want to expose people to it's right here. Enjoy it. I didn't camp until college since all of us went. And, you know, going to Mexico every year was that for me, right? We would go down to the river, to El Rio, right? We would go through the carreteras, through all those different mountains. It's like, oh my God, scary. You know, vamos a ir, you know, down the, down the abismo there or whatever. But, um, 
But, you know, and I said all of that. I said all of that in my interviews. You know, I was as authentic as I'm being here in this interview today because I wanted people to know that nature for all doesn't look the same for everyone. And, and really, that's what the organization stands for, right? It's, it's nature for all, uh, providing access and uh, equitable access to communities of color, uh, individuals who don't traditionally um, go and, and learn or, or they just don't, they, they see it so far away, even though it's 70% of our green space here in LA County. Uh, so um, I'm very excited. I'm super excited. I'm joining a team of uh, individuals, program managers who are, are doing leadership development programs with you know, ladies like at the age of our moms who, who are talking about el medio ambiente and how they're going to contribute and recycle. Uh, I'm also joining, you know, architects who are thinking about how are we going to get those shuttle buses that are leaving from the, you know, gold line stations or the metro stations and have folks connect there, jump on a shuttle and go to the mountains. Right. Like how. So all these different things that I'm going to learn. And it's only been a week. I've only been there one week. So I'm really excited uh, there's going to be a lot of work around water, water quality. Those are all areas that I did learn about, obviously, as an elected official, uh, but obviously I didn't work in it in a, in a full-time basis. So this is going to give me that opportunity. It's going to allow us to, to be uh, also a, a Latina face and, and, and under, you know, underrepresented face in, in these type of conversations because uh, water rights, anything re related to water rights, how a city can pump water from the ground, how you, know, you have access to a certain area of land that has water, traditionally has been a white male conversation. Um, so how do we get in there? How do we learn? Uh, so apenas estoy aprendiendo, I'm just thinking all these different things, but uh, I'm happy to be afraid again, if that makes sense. Like uh, be afraid of being a council member, being afraid of being a new director of operations, being afraid of being a new executive director. And I'm willing to go through that, what your body experiences, right? Like all the different energies and conversations for the betterment. For the betterment of the my of my own kids, like I'm already thinking, I want to suck it all in. Let me make a, a list of trails and where you know I want your kids to go. Vero, Irene, I mean, Irene, you've traveled everywhere, and we all have to some capacity. But how could we do it locally too, right? With our with our little ones, with our neighbors. Um, so, so a ver, a ver, a ver qué creamos, pero lo vamos a crear without a doubt. Pero lo verdad, but Belen is that we don't do it enough, even in our I, local communities. Right. Like we take it for granted. Like you're right about, you know, when you said of going on a hike earlier, whoever you said invited you, like that was something we didn't do growing up. You know, and there's so many beautiful places to hike and there's views and there's so much beauty and there's working out, being outside, going on a picnic. It's just, no se hacía. We didn't do that. I'm lucky if we went to the beach. So we take it for granted. And this knowledge I think is so critical and encouraging our communities. All communities have equitable access to what is here for us. I think it's important work. So thank you for doing it. I think you're going to be great at it. <laughs> uh, felicidades, felicidades. Ya sabes que ya te tocaba. Like, por algo pasan las cosas. I, 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 I honestly believe it. Por algo ya Diosito te tenía ya esta posición y felicidades. Como dices tú, no soy monedita de oro. Uh! Va a caerle. Me te va a ir bien, este, estamos muy orgullosas de ti, with all your journey, and thank you for sharing everything, all your nuggets today. So it's time for the question that we like to ask all our guests. What advice would you give your 25-year-old self, Berlin? Single still then, having fun in so many different ways. I, I mentioned, right, during that time I was, I had gone through a breakup, 
a few years prior, uh, really allow yourself to be in silence, right? I know the 20s are, are, are about a lot of fun, right? We're going out, we're, we're at the age where we can be out and about, we're driving, we're, we're able to drink here and there, do so many things as adults, uh, maybe have that first, uh, you know, real job that allows us to have more income, to do more things, travel. That's all good. That's all good. That's all good. Um, however, I, I would um, I would say, you know, allow allow ourselves to be in silence a little bit more. Um, I I think, you know, I shut down uh, during that time where where I was just kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna work. I'm gonna be there ten hours if I have to. I'm gonna spend time with my family. And, and, you know, it's a process. I don't regret it. Uh, but I think there's there's a way to be in silence while also moving, right? Like you can still still be active. Don't be depressed, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's no way to say how to not be depressed. I mean, we all go through that journey. We didn't talk about this, but I mean, I, I went through therapy, um, you know, yeah. when I was in, in elected office, when I was, I, I, I took advantage of those resources. I Let's go to different conversations as a couple, how can we grow together? What are we committed to? But but I would say, you know, chill a bit, Belen. You know, you're not going to fix the world. Um, you know, obviously our upbringing influences who we are. So my father always being so strict. Um, not to say that I always follow the rules, obviously. But but I would say chill. Chill, Belen. You know, no, no va a pasar nada. You know, tomorrow will come. Obviously, you're doing things within limits. Um, there's no need to focus on that next um, plan, right? That you have going on. So, so take it easy on yourself. Obviously, do do all the um, things that you want to set yourself up to do. Uh, 25, though, at that point, I would really say um, be ready to fail because you're going to fail, but have fun. And that's it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely pro therapy. We're definitely pro coaching. All of that, right? Because we've been there. We've experienced that. So thank you for sharing that because it's important for our listeners to to listen to these stories and and your journey. So thank you for being here today, Belen, and sharing your nuggets. We really, really enjoyed this conversation. That was awesome. Este, anything you want to share with us? Uh, if you want to share your social media platforms that maybe if um, if folks want to have, have a question or if they can definitely send us an email if they want to know more about you or questions that you have. Donate to your organization. They're passionate about nature and all that good stuff. How can they donate? Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Anything I want to add? Well, let's see. So, yes, lanatureforall.org. You can find us both on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Uh, Me personally, if you have any questions about elected office, anything else that I can be helpful in a service to, um, I'm uh, at BB Tapatia. Uh, on Instagram. But what I do want to say is, uh, it makes me proud to spend, uh, you know, a couple of hours with you ladies on a, on a weekend. I'll just say that, right? I don't know when this will air, but I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you're building, uh, not only for the women that are listening, but for our children, for yourselves, you're contributing in so many ways. And um, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this space with you, ladies. I, I love you all. I, I wish you the best independently in todo lo que estén haciendo en sus vidas. And um, honestly, may God may God bless you so that more women continue to be inspired and be authentic with ourselves, right? And, and just a last note about the whole mental health and um, therapy. 
you know, I think sometimes people use that uh, to say, oh, that's good. You're doing that. That's good for you. Right. I'm mm. glad you're going through that. Mm. Uh, I'm glad you're doing that for yourself or like, yeah, that's good because you had issues. Right. Even in our own relationships, like, oh, yeah, you need that. It's like, well, yeah, I need that. And I'm choosing. Right. You you want to do those things for your own mental health, because at the end of the day, if you're in a leadership position or not, it could get lonely as a mom. It could get lonely as an elected. It could get lonely as a director. It could get lonely, right? And and in in what we choose to do in those moments of silence um, are so important, right? So like, no esperen, you know, log on to uh, Spotify and and log on to Level Up Latina. Like, don't be in silence. Don't be in silence on your commute. Like, get on there. Get in the conversation. You can have fun. Solita riéndote a carcajadas and the neighbor on the other car te va a ver. Who cares? Who cares, right? So, like, I, I, I say that because that's me. That's me, right? Like, you know, you're after a busy day, you're commuting or you're somewhere running an errand. No, sabes que no. No, no, no. Let me log on ahorita. Spotify. A ver, let me listen to my girlfriends. ¿Qué está pasando? I want to hear the stories. I want to hear to other folks that are that are doing great things. So it's good to be in silence, but in movement always, right? Awesome. So es lo único. Es lo ya único. Escucharon, ya escucharon a Belén on Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. Make sure you're subscribing. Go ahead and review us. We'd really, really appreciate that. Um, you know where to find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Level Up Latina or on Twitter at Latina underscore up. Uh, you can always email us. Our email is admin at leveloplatina.com. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Belen. We Ooh. love this time with Gracias. you. Un besote. Queremos. Vemos. Queremos. I'm going to go look for that red shirt in my blue sweats. Yeah. My windbreaker. Thank you, Belen. Thank you.